Are you ready? Welcome back, everyone, to Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G, baby. That's me. And here we go with today's new subject on things you're not supposed to talk about. Guess what we're not supposed to talk about? Because I haven't seen that shit on any of the uh, news outlets. So we're not supposed to talk about it, obviously. And that is the Texas versus the federal government. We're not supposed to talk about that. Uh, CNN, NBC, MSNBC, ABC, and Fox, actually, barely had any of this on there until today. This has been going on for a month. And nobody's talked about it until today. Uh, that makes no sense. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, Governor Abbott, by the way, is a curious little guy, isn't he? He's, uh, he's of the grand and glorious state of Texas. Uh, he's in a wheelchair uh, bound for the rest of his life, right? When a guy in a wheelchair beats you in the race for governor of a state that does not suffer fools well, his opponent must have been some kind of fool, right? Uh, the optics alone tells you that the guy in the wheelchair can't win any race, not even a political one. Well, it seems that Governor Abbott doesn't give a damn about any of that. He just wheels himself on out there and does his thing and tells the federal government to suck a bag of dicks. Why? Because the federal government refuses to conduct border security in a manner consistent with the laws existing on the books passed by Congress. All right. Why? Nope. Nobody, nobody seems to know, including Governor Abbott. Why? Uh, because there's no communication uh, between the two. Why? Uh, because the federal government is being run by people who think that if you ignore a problem, it'll just go away, but it won't. Why? Because this is still the greatest country in the whole world. That's why it's not going away, right? We are the greatest country in the whole world. If you move from this country and go to another country, it's only because you got money and you can find the things that you had here with the money that you're going to need to find them in that country. Otherwise, you can just have them here. Right? So this is still the greatest country in the world. Have you been to other countries, by the way? I, I've been to lots of them uh, in the military and on my own. The world is led by vampires sucking the life out of people, living under its thumb, no matter what country it is, except for here. You know, here we got free water, free cell phones, free food, free housing, free money, free love, freedom to think and speak and be as stupid as you want or as great as you want. You can game the system or slide right under its radar. You can also choose to be part of the system. But what we don't have is an endless supply of all of that shit, hence the idea of border control. All right, we understand border control? Thank God. I happen to believe that being a nation of immigrants, immigration is how we get everything done, right? Without people, we do not exist. Without the sovereignty of manifest destiny and the willingness to die for the right to be free of tyrants, we as a nation also do not exist. So it's easy to be mad at Texas if you're uninformed or informed just enough to embarrass yourself. How about we take a look at what this all means? All right. As to the specific scenario of a governor deploying the National Guard to support border security efforts in response to illegal immigration here are a few key and maybe obvious points. Governors absolutely have the authority to mobilize the National Guard under state active duty orders to address emergencies within their state, such as large influxes, influxes excuse me, of doc, undocumented immigrants that could strain state and local resources. So Governor Abbott is within his rights. 
The Guard could be used to support border security operations like infrastructure monitoring, surveillance, etc., to assist federal agencies in detecting and responding to illegal crossing activity. That's all. However, how, there's a big however here. We've got to understand the laws, right? They're complicated. They're, they're, they intermingle with one another. So, however, the National Guard lacks law enforcement powers and cannot directly engage in immigration enforcement like making arrests, detentions, or deportations. So, their role would have to be clearly defined in support of and not replacing federal authorities, which the federal authority is, Border Patrol. All right. It still would be preferable for the governor to coordinate closely with federal partners like Border Patrol to ensure any National Guard deployment is fully sanctioned and integrated into overall federal border security efforts and priorities. Courts have generally approved limited National Guard support roles if done cooperatively. And I mean cooperatively only but not if it's used as an end run around federal control of immigration law enforcement functions, right? And a governor can mobilize the National Guard in response to surges of illegal immigration threatening the state, but the deployment would require coordination with an operating in support of federal authorities at the border agency, not replacing them. So, folks, right? You almost certainly have to ask yourself, are there several potential downsides if a president were not to adequately enforce immigration laws in an election year? Why do we go right to that question afterwards? Why don't we do something else? Well, because here's the deal. This is an election year. And it's going to be really curious to see what this administration does in response to Governor Abbott and his defiance. And his defiance, by the way, is not to the federal government and it is not to the Supreme Court's new order, or lack of thereof. It is in defiance of the lack of enforcement of immigration policies. So that's what he's, he's defying. I don't, I don't understand how you can actually defy that, but you, what you could do is do something in protest. Okay, so that's why the National Guard is there. He's, he's doing this in protest. Um, so what, what, what happens in an election year? Well, it could undermine the rules and laws of, and perception that the government is selectively enforcing only laws that are politically convenient, right? That's going to damage credibility. When you make it look like you're enforcing only certain laws, you're, 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 doing, you're doing something political, all right? It risks emboldening more state-level defiance. Yeah, and it has done that and unilateral actions if they feel federal policy is neglecting their sovereignty and public safety interests. And this fosters division. So the first one damages credibility. The second one damages division or fosters division. And what does that mean? Well, 25 other states have already joined Governor Abbott in his decision to do this. So they're like, yeah, we're on your team. We're going to send National Guard people into Concertina wire there. That's what we're going to do. And that's 25 governors. Out of 50, that's half this country. That's civil war. Okay. So having multiple states deploy National Guard troops or take border security into their own hands, <laughs> that sets a precedent that further undermines the delicate federalism balance and could lead to a balkanized patchwork of deferring state-level immigration systems. So what, it said, what we're saying is, is that if you start allowing this behavior in the states, then you're going you're gonna to kind of say like, okay, well, my state says you can do this, and my state says you can do this, and my state says you can do that. No. 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 That's not how immigration works in this country, okay? 
The state doesn't make that law. Federal law makes, federal, the federal government sets the immigration laws in this country, period. Nobody else does that. And every state has lost every appeal, ever, if they want to go ahead and try to, try to make an end run around those laws. So it doesn't work. Right? The, 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 the federal government and the Supreme Court are staunch believers in the Immigration Policy Act that is in the Constitution. All right. Um, having multiple states deploy National Guard troops or take border security into their own hands sets a precedent that further undermines the delicate federalism balance. Like I said, that's leading to some balkanized patchwork of differing state-level immigration systems. It's worth mentioning again because we have to understand that you cannot make your own rules to enter a single country. All right, I'm attacking that because we're going to be talking about it later. And you have to understand that even if you are on the side of, of, of Governor Abbott, and I am, even if you are on his side, you're still wrong. Okay, let's, let's go. Let's keep going, all right? Polls routinely show immigration border security as a top voter concern. Yeah. So appearing unwilling or unable to enforce existing laws could depress turnout from parts of the base concerned about these issues people won't vote for you they won't even come out to vote because they feel like listen i don't want to vote for the other guy so I'm, and i want to vote for this so i'm not voting at all that's terrible we need voting uh, if a surge in illegal border crossing coincides it fuels perceptions that the lack of enforcement encourages more illegal immigration burdening states fiscal resources and public services you know this is a big deal we don't have unending fiscal services okay we don't it threatens to further politicize and polarize the already divisive issue of immigration if defiance or selective enforcement seems motivated by politics rather than policy. This poisons governess. So those last few ones that I read off, the first two, they damage credibility and force the divisions. The last four, poison governess. Governance, okay? Sending mixed messages about enforcement priorities or penalties for illegal entry stay slash stay emboldens smugglers and traffickers aiming to exploit weaknesses for profit and this exacerbates humanitarian and security problems states legitimately argue their ability to enact budgetary law enforcement and social programs is hampered by any result increase undocumented immigrants relying on state services and and it creates a lot of tensions between the state and the federal government because the state asks for more money now because the federal government isn't doing what it's supposed to do so the state has the right to ask them for more, more money for these services that they can't afford because there's illegal immigration while discretionary enforcement allows prioritizing resources inconsistency or an open borders perception damages the credibility and fairness of a system in the eyes of many citizens and legal immigrants who follow the rules. Yeah, man, you know how many people in this country follow the rules and they watch 5 million people over the last three years come through our borders, nobody's following rules. You know, who are they voting for? I mean, and who are the illegal immigrants voting for? Nobody. So what are they doing here? I mean, they have to be part of society in order to, to, fu- to make this country function. Are you just going to bring more people in who aren't going to document themselves so that the country can't function and we go, what, go bankrupt feeding people? Is that how that works? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to figure it out, though. Uh, Some people argue short-term political calculus should not override long-term imperatives like sovereignty. (laughs) Yeah. Public safety and rule of law foundational to sustainable 
consensus-driven governance, and cooperation between levels of government are important. That's it. Right? You, you, can't, you, can't, you can't turn around and say that you, you, you got to follow the rules, and you got to follow the rules, and you got to follow the rules, but me, the federal government, we, we don't have to follow any rules. We don't have to do anything like that at all. We're just going to let whatever happens, happens, and, but you have to follow the rules of not protecting your own sovereignty in a state. That's what you have to do. That's crazy. That's like having, having, that's like saying you're going into a boxing match and somebody handcuffing you behind your back. You can't even defend yourself now. But you gotta, you got to go three rounds. Okay. Um, what else does it do? Well, it undermines administration negotiating positions on reforms by signaling that they are unwilling to back up ex- existing statutes. That's right. Right? Weakening credibility at a time increased border security is often a prerequisite for many kind of immigration deals. Yeah, because you're supposed to make those immigration deals while you're running for president so that you're saying, then, listen, when I become president, I'm going to do this. When I am president again, I'm going to do this again so you guys can get this done. And you're supposed to make those deals, and that's not happening. It doesn't have to happen because we have people walking over the border. There's no deals being made. There's no deals. Hi. They got hi, and then they, they go past you, and then they have, they're in the country. It's weird. Who does that, right? In court papers... The Biden administration argues that the wire impedes Border Patrol agents from reaching migrants as they cross the river and that, in any case, federal immigration laws trump Texas's own efforts to stem the flow of migrants into the country. Well, listen, if people are crossing a river to get into the country illegally and they drown, why is the Border Patrol going out there to save them when they're supposed to be at the border helping the people who want to come in here legally? I mean, are you looking at what this says? The Biden administration argued that the wire impedes Border Patrol from reaching migrants as they cross the river. What fucking river do you have to cross to get here? There's no river. There's a road. You literally get on it. And you come to a checkpoint. You say, hi, I'm here. And they go, what's your name? And they put your name down. They go, do you have any? And you, what, you want to do? do whatever they do. And you come in the country. If you're coming by the river, this is a problem. Already. Doesn't anybody see this? Just the first sentence alone is a problem, I think. Anyway, in a five to four, five to four vote on Monday. The justice, this Monday, right? The justice has granted an emergency appeal from the Biden administration, which has been in an escalating standoff at the border with Texas and had objected to an appellate ruling in favor of the state. The deciding vote was cast by Justice Roberts, while Justices Thomas, Gorsuch, Alito, and Kavanaugh were in the dissent. Justices Coney Barrett, a Trump appointee, also sided with the majority, which means she sided with um, a liberal, a liberal, a liberal side, I guess. Most of the rate of the concertina wire is deployed in the Shelby Park area on Eagle, of Eagle Pass. It is owned by the city, but it was recently seized by the state of Texas. So the federal border patrol agents have been blocked from the park since then. A move the border patrol union publicly supports. So the border patrol union actually supports the move by Greg, uh, by Governor Abbott on blocking the park so that people can't get into the state that way. Okay. Brandon Judd, who is the president for the National Border Patrol Council, said that the ruling would undoubtedly encourage more illegal immigration. Okay, no, that's 
Okay, if you just let the ruling happen, it won't, but we'll see. Unfortunately, this means Border Patrol agents are going to be tied up dealing with give-ups rather than going after the criminal elements that constantly cross our borders illegally. That's weird. The administration no doubt will say this is a win for border security, but if they sought rank-and-file input, they will be told this will do the exact opposite. Agents support what Texas was trying to accomplish in the absence of true border security policies from the Biden administration. Wow. Even the Border Patrol is on board with Governor Abbott. You know, that's crazy. Right? Here's the thing. I mean, here's a thing. Here's a thing, right? Border Patrol's union agrees with this action by the Texas governor. That's a thing. The people of Texas and the city the governor appropriated the park from agree as well. That's also a thing. What is the point of the federal government's increasingly ridiculous stance on fighting its own nation at its own borders to keep them secure from unchecked and rampant illegal immigration? What is the motivation there? Borders are there for a reason, right? Those who say a world without borders is just fine and dandy do not understand the nature of humanity, right? Like-minded people like to be liked by other people who are just like them. That's not hard. That's why out of every country in the whole world, we are the only country that does not have an ethnicity, okay? Because this is the last place on earth that you could spread out and everyone wanted a piece. And they still do. After a while, it must be get, it's, listen, it's got to get boring, eating the same food all the time, just different variations of it, seeing the same skin color all the time, just whether or not they're lighter or darker than you, and hearing the same language, watching the same shows, and dancing to the same beats. People need change. Nothing changes if nothing changes, right? Right? The European Union has decided the sovereignty of the borders of every country it, it infects with its union. That's what it did, Right? The European Union has destroyed the sovereignty of the borders of every country it infects with its union. That's all. Great Britain, Germany, and France have felt the brunt of forced immigration policies on the sovereignty of their own land, and it has changed the nature of their ethnic makeup. So much so that the loss of their culture is at stake. Is this what our federal government is doing here? No, it's not. Because a lot of people think that that is true. And that is not true. Okay? I'm, I'm a little more liberal-minded than that. Okay? We are a nation of immigrants. We do not have the ability to check every single person that wants to come in here. That's unrealistic. Don't be fucking dense. We need to come to terms with a large amount of illegal immigration, no matter what, the law, what laws are in place. Okay? Borders for this country, and any country, are merely entry points to another world for so many people. In my opinion, and in the opinion of tens of millions of men on this planet, borders are made to be crossed both legally and illegally. Okay? Whichever one's easier as far as I'm concerned. I don't know one single American who would choose the legal way to enter heaven if it meant there was a chance of God saying no. This is what this country is. And this is what our federal government represents. That's how it should represent us. Okay? 
The problem with the thinking of the rest of the world is that for the most part, the French, the German, and the Nordic countries and their people all have a large consensus who believe that the government is like a parent watching over them and helping them through their lives to protect them from war and famine and dictatorship and to ease their suffering when they are in hard times. What? That's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't think of our government as a, a, a parent. And other people who are coming in this country have that idea right up until the time we, we start saying no to them all the time. And like, go get a job and, you know, go take care of your family and things like that start happening. Go open up a business, uh, go be an entrepreneur, do what you need to do, right? We're, we're, not, we're not your parent over here. As a matter of fact, this is the only country in the whole world that feels like, you know, our founding fathers were good enough and they're dead goodbye. And we have everything that they left us, so we're good to go. And we don't need them, okay? We just need their ideology. You know, the rest of the world doesn't understand the culture of our First and Second Amendments. I promise you, I've, I've got a German exchange student living with me. She doesn't get it. They do not understand what it means to say whatever you want. And in turn, they find us rude for being open and honest about how we feel on many subjects. They do not understand the need to own a gun. They do not understand the idea of small government. They do not get the flippancy with which we roast political leaders, okay? They don't understand those things. Whether you believe this or not, we're still the only country where people hang the flag of the nation outside their homes and business. We hang the American flag outside our homes. People have flagpoles in the front of the yard. We're like flowers underneath in a light. Businesses hang the flag up in front all the time. You'll see it every day. Some towns have flags on every light pole. This is the only country that does that. They don't do that in the European Union. There is no flag for the European Union. The European Union has turned countries like Germany into states like Massachusetts. Okay? Nobody's threatened by Massachusetts. I promise. Nobody. Like, you should be. There's more guns in Massachusetts than there are in any country in the world, privately owned, than any country in the world. There's more guns in Massachusetts. I pray you come over to here and you land in Massachusetts. I promise you, you're going to have a hard time. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. You have a hard fucking time. You land in New York. You have a hard time, bro. You're not. There's a lot of guns there. All right. A lot of guns. So we're still the only people that do that stuff. People in Germany are going to talk about you to others. If you are seen showing too much pride in the nation or its flag. You know, the American youth still have the idea in some way that blood saves freedom. Right? That's it. That's, that's how that works. Like, you got to die to be free. Like, you got to die, and you got to want to die. You got to want to be free so bad, and you want your family to be free so bad that you're willing to risk your life and kill somebody else so that they can't take your freedom from you. That's how dedicated you need to be to the idea that this country puts forth to the rest of the world, all right? And the American youth still knows that. That's why we have 2.5 million people in our military, all right? But the rest of the world does not, because they're not free. You cannot say whatever you want in the rest of the world, but you can here. 
We only censor ourselves through community standards and the self-inflicted wound of courtesy. Okay? Most, and, and, and my most American reflex is to stand with Texas for its defiant stance against an unaffected political machine that has decided to ignore the ideological inferences of the law. However, okay, the truth is that the federal government has complete authority in the Constitution over immigration as it represents foreign affairs, and that does not get impugned just because someone thinks it should. The Supreme Court has never ruled on the side of the state government when it comes to immigration. It has not done so again. It simply vacated its position without reason. This means the federal government can continue to allow Border Patrol to remove the concertina wire from the park. However, it does not tell Texas or anyone else that it cannot replace it or continue to, t to put more up on top of what is already there. It does not stop Governor Abbott from continuing on his path at all. Not even a little bit. This is not a win for the Biden administration. Although some people would like you to feel that way. This is a win for the bordering states because now they too can put up concertina wire at their relevant illegal immigration avenues and plant the National Guard there as well. They can ship concertina wire to Texas in case they run out. They can send their National Guard over there to help them if they really want to. 25 out of 50 states agree with Texas. And 25 is half this country. And half of this country today is more than less than half of the country it was in 1860. Okay? So, you know what that means? That means this is how civil war starts. If you know who Seneca is, he was a great philosopher. And Seneca once said, For a kingdom founded on injustices can never last. <laughs> I mean, what greater injustice to the land, right? Are than to ready? poison its own womb. Thank you very much for listening to me today on this subject. On things you're not supposed to talk about with Louis G. That's me, baby. Have a great day. I appreciate you.